All right, welcome back for another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. And today, I've got a special guest for you that I know you guys are absolutely going to love because what he does is helps entrepreneurs exactly like you get found and get more clients. So raise your hand. You can pretend I can see you through the screen right now if you want to get found and get more clients. Okay, I know we can't see them, but I also know they are all raising their hands. Jared Warner, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm pumped to be here. I am excited to talk to you. You know, before we hit record, just to kind of jump right in, one of the things you said to me uh, was I noticed as I went through your site that you do a lot of different marketing strategies, like the list just goes on. And I asked you about that and you said, uh, you don't put people in a box, which I thought was really cool because one of the things that I know from my audience is they don't like being put into that cookie cutter box of you need to do exactly these three things in exactly this order and it'll work for everyone under the sun. Because that's right. not quite an approach that works for everybody. So how do you actually approach helping people get found? Where do you start with that? So it all starts really with their business as well as their skill set, right? So if somebody is a really strong writer like you, they should be doing blogging. They should be communicating their message in that way. They should probably write a book. They should probably do a lot of things that play to their skills. They should probably build an email list and interact through, with them through email. Um, if they suck at writing, if they hate it, I'm not going to tell them that, but look at the stats of all these people and how you can like, no, we're going to just move on. It's like, can you hit the camera on record and like go for it? Cool. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about some strategies around that. Can you, um, are you scared of the camera, but you can like grab a microphone and, and rock it and you can, you know, speak to your heart's content and people will get what you're saying. Cool. Let's talk about that. Um, are people searching for your business all the time? Low hanging fruit, Google AdWords. Let's talk about that. Um, is your business highly visual um, where if people see it, they get it and they can uh, connect with you on Facebook. Okay. Let's talk about video ads. Let's talk about a strategy around that. There's, so it, it really depends on the business and it depends on the person and their strengths, you know, and, and that's where we start. I love that because I think so often we, we go into business and there's this whole marketing thing we've got to figure out, right? And that's, that's not actually what we want to do. We just want to work with our clients and we try to follow systems and strategies and we fail at them. Like just yeah. crash and burn and we can't figure out why because we see somebody else succeeding with it. We feel like, well, it should work for me. What's wrong with me that I'm not, I'm not getting video or I'm not getting Twitter or whatever that thing is. Um, yeah. But if we start from a different perspective, like you're saying, of what are we good at? What are the gifts we've got? Where are our clients looking? We get a totally different result from it. Definitely. Play to your strengths and hire to your weaknesses. And like, don't try to be balanced. You know, like mm -hmm. school taught us growing up that we need to be balanced. If you suck at math, you got to work really hard. No, you can hire an accountant. You know, like this is business. It's different. This isn't like going through school. You don't have to be really good at every single thing. Play hard to your strengths and higher to your weaknesses so that you can stay doing what you're supposed to be doing. I love that. And that's something that I think uh, we forget that we can give ourselves permission to do that, to focus on what we're good at. So when you have clients come in, that's got to be kind of fun identifying what they're really excited about that they can do for marketing. I love it. It gives me an excuse to talk about 
marketing and business. And, uh, that's actually why I kind of started being a marketing consultant or I call myself a marketing strategist these days. But, um, I used to start businesses all the time because I was passionate about an idea. And so I would buy a domain, launch it and go for it. And sometimes that scratched the itch and it was like, okay, that's cool. Like I did all the research, I did all this stuff and I got it to that point. And sometimes I would just pawn it off on somebody else. Sometimes it would become a full blown company, but then shiny object would start and I would go towards something else and be like, I'm really interested in that. This would sound so fun. Now I get to play in all kinds of different businesses including I do consulting work for marketing agencies and that's really fun. I get to go into their campaigns and look at all kinds of stuff. So hopefully they've got multiple clients and I can go in and look at all kinds of stuff. That is like so fun for me. And I'm like, you're paying me to do this. I would probably pay to do this. If they said the only way I am allowed to do it is if I pay, I would. That's that's how you know you're in the right business. (laughs) I, I would pay to do this, but I am in, fortunate enough that people pay me to do it. Well, and that's, that's really, I love when you can go to somebody who is playing at what's hard for you, because when you bring somebody in who gets excited about, you know, helping you get visible, helping you get found, that excitement is contagious. And, you know, the way you mentioned just, you know, working with so many different clients, I I think that uh, a lot of times the value in that is that you're able to see such a big picture of what's really working right now that when we're in the everyday of our business and we're just focused on our thing, we don't have that same viewpoint that somebody else can come in with and go, okay, yeah, I'm seeing this, this, and this. These are the trends right now. And that's really cool info to be able to, uh, to get from somebody you're working with. Definitely. And, you know, that's the reason why I haven't, niche down you've heard the saying niche down till it hurts till it's like your you know your target client is so specific that like nobody in the world but them could self-identify as being a fit for you um and i don't think it's bad advice it's not at all but i held back from doing that for one reason and that's I get to see perspective of what's working in so many different industries and I can borrow pieces of that and bring it into industries who've never seen it before and then it just explodes and they have no idea what hit them and they're like, oh my gosh, this campaign is just going crazy. Where did you learn this? Um, And contrast that with some friends that I have that say only work with personal injury attorneys. That's cool. Some of them are making like crazy money but they don't know half of what I know. They know how to solve that question. How do I make the phone ring for a personal injury attorney? They know how to solve that problem and they're really good at it and they make a good living. That's cool. I wanna be able to solve way more problems than that. I'm not interested in solving one problem. I wanna solve every problem. I love that you are sharing an example of how you don't have to follow the traditional advice of having that teeny little niche that, as you said, only one person can describe themselves that way, because I know that's something that my audience, uh, we discuss a lot because they resist that sometimes. They're very creative like you, and they want to be able to, to play in different areas and bring that all into the expertise of what they deliver clients. So I yeah, love examples there's, of that. There's no working. wrong answer. Yeah. And and there's no wrong answer. You know, like um, if you're, if you're totally driven by serving that audience and that's like your through and through passion, do it. Don't expand beyond that. If you know, like every day I wake up and this is the only thing I want to do and the only thing cool, 
give it everything you got, go hard. Um, but that wasn't me. And so I, I, I play in all kinds of different niches. That's awesome. So then I've got to ask, what are the things that you're seeing that right now are working for, you know, in general, let's say coaches, consultants, that type of entrepreneurial businesses? Video ad retargeting is huge. Um, starting with uh, an ultra short video to cold audience okay. to warm them up. And I say it like this. One, one thing also is if you can make uh, say a 30 second video and communicate your message, you're going to be so much more clear and concise and on point than if you took say four minutes to communicate the same thing. And that's actually the work of stronger marketers is they can communicate their message in a really short time. Can you communicate it in a headline, in a word, a couple bullet points, 30 second video, 15 second video. And if you can, you're really on point. And if you really struggle to do that and go, there's no way I could explain it in that, you've got some more digging to do. And I would ask, um, I would suggest to anybody when they, when they give their pitch about what they do and who they help and how they help them, continue to ask, so what? And if you do that, you're going to be digging deeper and deeper and deeper. And by doing that, you're going to get beyond your headline. Sometimes you may totally change your headline. If you're really dialed in, your headline may stay the same. Mm -hmm. And then the answer to the so what might give you your subheadline. It might give you your bullet points. Mm -hmm. And it may back up your argument in ways that you have never thought of. I love that. That's a great, great way to approach it is keep asking so what. I know one that I've used is uh, so they can. And that matters because, because we do sometimes forget we've got to figure out what's that result they really want and when we can share that concisely it is really effective so just for anybody who doesn't know you used a couple of phrases uh, what does cold traffic mean cold traffic is people who um, don't know you exist oh so, so they don't know people they don't know. want to find us <laughs> you know and and i've heard different um angles on that, like don't market to cold traffic. Well, I'll tell you that you're not going to scale your business if you're only talking to warm traffic. You're not McDonald's, right? McDonald's doesn't have any cold traffic. Everybody knows they exist, right? So they can put a, a billboard anywhere in the world and they're like, yep, I get it. I know who that is. Exactly. That's not the case for most people. <laughs> no, we're not yeah. McDonald's. That's one of those things that I think that's where a lot of us get stuck, especially when we're first starting out, is we go to everybody we know, all of our friends, all of our family, uh, everybody we can find on social media, and then we run out of people to talk to. It's like, okay, now what? And that's where right. the strategies you're talking about, cold traffic, comes in. So you also said retargeting. Can you explain that one real yes. quick just for anybody that, that they understand the video ad, now they know cold traffic, yep. what does retargeting mean? So you can retarget based on the amount of time they spent watching that video. And so you warm them up. So you, you don't try to sell them. You put out your video, you create an audience and you then uh, continue the conversation. So mm -hmm. marketing is just about talking to somebody who you're not sure if they're listening, except for the data that shows that they're listening in different ways. Right? So, whatever you would put in your, let's call it a 30 second video. Let's pretend that somebody watched all 30 seconds of it and they're standing in front of you and they're like, Michelle, that is great. You wouldn't then go, yes, it is. And then turn around and walk away and never talk to them again. Right? <laughs> well, that wouldn't be very polite would, or effective. 
right? So what, what you would do is you would go, okay, great. I'm glad that that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And you would then follow up with your next logical sequence, right? So like whatever that logical sequence is for your business, you would keep talking to them. Mm -hmm. So retargeting is continuing that conversation. And so don't overcomplicate it. Just continue the conversation. So they heard this. If they were standing right in front of you, what's the next thing you would say? Does it need to be communicated in another video? Cool. Do it. Does it not? Can an image capture it? Cool. Do that. You know, so whatever your in-person sequence would be, you're just making it virtual. That's it. Well, and the cool thing is, even if those people don't give you their email address, their name, you don't know exactly who you're talking to, with the technology we have, you can kind of follow them around the internet, right? Yep. Yeah. So even if you don't right away get people on your list with retargeting, you can get back in front of them. It's like if any of you are like me, you're shopping for shoes. Later, you end up on Facebook and there's the boots that you were just looking at. They're somehow following you around the internet. You can do that yep. for your business with retargeting. Uh, and as any shoe shoppers know, it's very effective. You usually end up buying the boots if they follow you around long enough. And you know what the cool thing with video ad retargeting is ad blockers are irrelevant. Really? Does not matter because you're keeping them in Facebook. The audience mm -hmm. is built on Facebook. Nobody's oh. blocking an ad in your newsfeed. They can block an ad when they go to your site. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they can block that and then you can't retarget them because you, you weren't able to pixel them inside of Facebook. Different story. This is engagement on their platform. Facebook owns their platform. Ad blockers okay. have nothing to do with it. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't realize you'd get around ad blockers that way. Very cool. Okay, so I know that we've got people listening who are probably thinking a couple of different things. One would be, where do I find out more? How do I learn to do this? So I know you've got um, a training that people can go claim. It's at 123, the numbers, 123getfound.com forward slash RT. We'll put a link right below the video or wherever you're listening to this podcast audio, you'll see a link to that. It will help you understand how to start setting up a campaign uh, like we're talking about here that you can create some videos that are effective and, uh, and warm up an audience and start making sales to them. So uh, if you're thinking you want to learn more about this, you want to learn to do it yourself, go check that out. Again, it's 123getfound.com forward slash RT. And if we've got people listening who are like, that sounds really awesome, but I don't want to have to set any of that up. How's the best way for them to get in touch with you to find out how you can help them with this? They can reach out on the website or honestly connect with me personally on Facebook. Um, I don't hide behind like a secretary or anything. You can <laughs> just connect with me personally, send me a message and just say, hello, I heard you on the show. Um, you know, and uh, I will answer, not a VA or not a secretary. Um, I, I honestly don't have one. I don't, I, I may, I probably should, um, but I don't. <laughs> so reach out. It'll be me answering. Very cool. So yeah, at some point it's helpful to uh, sometimes have someone assist in the, the filtering and uh, follow-up of emails. But guys, you, you heard it. You are invited to go message them directly on Facebook. So we'll put a link to that below the video or audio if don't, you're listening Don't as make well. me regret that. <laughs> <laughs> Only on-topic questions. <laughs> um, so that's something that uh, a lot of people haven't jumped into yet is doing video retargeting. It's, it's cool to know that's something that you're seeing is really working for people right now. What's one tip that you would give somebody if they're listening and thinking, okay, I'm not sure I want to jump into video yet. 
what's another alternative way that they can really get out there and, and find those people who are looking for them, they just don't know they're looking for them yet? Yeah, it depends on their niche. So the one thing I would say is play to your strengths. So are you a writer? You should probably engage in written content. By the way, if you're a writer, um, one of the tips on the video ad retargeting that I gave is a product called Lumen5. You can write out your video script and it will fill in and help you create a video based on written content. Oh, cool. So I that's to check in that out. Really cool. Um, and if, if you have a blog, you can plug in your URL. It'll pull some images from it and it'll help along. If you don't have a blog, but you hmm. just know kind of what you would script or say, just type it and then go, um, so I think it's the option is like supply my own content or something. Mm -hmm. And then you type it in and, and it's, it puts you off and running. There's That's a free option awesome. and a paid option. Currently Very it's cool. either free or 50 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's a, a really cool tool. Um, but I would, I would say play to your strengths. So mm -hmm. if you're really good and that'll, that'll shine through, right? What you're good at, people will start to take notice that don't do what other people are doing, do what works for you. So if you're really good at writing, write. If you're really good at talking on a microphone, host your own podcast, um, get interviewed on other people's podcasts, mm -hmm. but talk, you know, drive phone calls, um, all of that stuff. If you're really good connecting in person, mm -hmm. go out to events, connect in person, meet people, um, all of that type of stuff. And the other thing I would also say is, Referral partners, set up referral partnerships that, so think, think about people who deal with your customer, mm -hmm. but don't compete with you. And you put strategic align, alliances together with those people and have regular conversations. So this isn't, mm -hmm. you know, show up to a chamber of commerce meeting, pass business cards, cool, nailed it, go home. This <laughs> is set up regular phone calls where you both have a vested interest in sharing customers, helping each other grow so you can promote your, uh, their work into your network and they can do the same and your audience benefits, their audience benefits. Um, those are the types of things like you want to align with. Mm -hmm. So if you have, like for me, it's, um, you know, graphic artists. I have somebody that has a send out cards business, somebody that's a branding um, business, somebody who um, is a back-end sales consultant, so I do all the front-end stuff, and he helps them extend the lifetime value, which then further drives my business, right? right. So if their, if their customer is worth a bunch more, then they can keep spending more, and we can grow the front-end more, because he made the back-end more mm -hmm. valuable by telling their sales team how to follow up, how to track, how to do all that stuff. So if you just have a think about it, who works with your customer but doesn't compete with you align with these people and if you're just starting out don't spend money on marketing don't hire somebody like me um, hire yourself to to um, in the uh, frame of time and align yourself with these people and grow your business that way then when you're ready to take the next step then you talk with you know a company like me but don't spend your last dollars hiring a, a marketing agency you know or your first dollars you know when you're just starting you're, you're you shouldn't be hiring a, a company you you've got to really tough it out put some sweat equity in um, and you're going to you're going to like your business a lot more and um, appreciate the growth a lot more okay so that that's an interesting point so i had two two questions from that um, first 
how does somebody know when they're at the point where it makes sense to start talking to a marketing consultant and bring in somebody to help with that strategy? What are the, the indicators business-wise? Yeah, if you're like stressed out, um, say you suck at marketing for one, and you've gotten your your uh, to that point, and let's say you're at a point where you can spend, you know, a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks a month, and that doesn't scare the heck out of you, like as a as something that you can set aside to grow. You know, have you ever heard the um, saying you can't win with scared money when you're you're gambling? Yeah. My dad used to always tell me that you can't win with scared money. And boy, he was right. My first trips to Vegas, I would have like 500 bucks and that was it. And if I lost it, man, that would suck. Right? Like, but I have it and I'm going to spend it and I'm just going to hope for the best. I lost it every time in that frame of mind. Marketing is somewhat like that. If you've got to get an instantaneous return on the money that you put out, it's too soon or your budget is too high and you've okay. got to scale it back. You know, so if, if you have to get a return, like the second you put money out, it's the wrong way because then it frames stuff for companies like me. Some companies will take your money. I just turned somebody um, down yesterday. I referred them to somebody that was half the price of me and he was like, but I, I really want to work with you. I, you know, I, uh, I trust you. I want you to, to manage my campaign. And I said, mm -hmm. I'm putting you in good hands. I don't, you know, refer out. I, I would just say I can't help you, but I, I honestly believe that this person can help you. They are a really good fit. Mm -hmm. um, I, I back them. You can come back to me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll look over the campaign. Um, if you're, if things aren't going well, but I'm, I'm telling you, they will go well. Mm -hmm. This person is a really good fit and they're half the price of me in this instance, uh, for mm -hmm. what that person needed. Um, and he was like, well, I don't, I don't get it. And it was like, you, your margin is just too tight. Mm -hmm. You, you like, you need this money right now to turn right now. Mm -hmm. And so in, in the way I look at that is I have to frame it to where, I put out an ad and I need to get a response that puts cash in their pocket in 24 hours. It changes the message that I have to have. That's not the way you should be marketing in 2017 and beyond. Mm -hmm. you, you need to like build trust, build rapport and not be such a hard sell. That's not the way to market your business. Um, it's not the way you want to be marketed to your people don't either. No, I love that what you just shared is such a great example in action of really caring about the results you deliver your clients and that you're the right fit to work with them. Because that's something that so many times we hear in business, you got to close a sale, you got to close a sale, you know, don't worry about anything except making a sale. And I know that's something that holds a lot of us back from getting into marketing. So many of my clients that I talk with are afraid. They don't want to get on a sales call because they don't want to be that person who doesn't care about anything except getting a credit card because they actually do care. Is this a good fit on both sides? Am I going to be able to get this client the results they need? Um, and it is yep. a different way to approach your business, but I agree. It's, it's how you build a sustainable business that works and that you love that you don't, uh, don't have those panic attack moments of realizing you're, you're not contributing to another successful business or putting value into the world. So, I love that you've got no that story of referring a client somewhere else who did want to work with you because you knew what was best for that person. That's yeah. an unusual approach in today's business world. No doubt.
Yeah, I, I hear um, hear that all the time. People go, "How could you do that?" You know, like like because I I can afford to, but more, it's the right thing to do. I started my business because I want to help people, and so I help them despite what the bottom line says. I don't care about the bottom line. That takes care of itself. You just do what is right, and that works out. That's not the focus. It can't be. Yeah, that's um, that's a different perspective to come from when you're in business uh, because so often it is, what does the balance sheet say? And if instead we just look at what's the value I'm delivering, then you know you've got a business that's going to keep running because I guarantee you those clients are going to come back to you excited, share you with other people, and want to help you grow your business too. Um, it's the, it's yeah. It's a great approach to it. So the other thing that you shared a minute ago that I thought was really great and want to make sure everybody got, and they may want to write this one down. You heard how Jared said that he goes to people who work with his clients after the next step. So he does the front-end marketing. They do back-end sales conversion. Think about who that is for you. Uh, your clients are working with you. Who else do they work with next? Or who do they work with first before they come to you? Because those are really great strategic partners to get that referral system set up. So I was like, I just wanted to make sure people didn't miss that tip uh, when you shared that, because we do so often think, I guess I need to approach my competitors, and how's that gonna work? And a lot of people are so focused on competition that they don't wanna refer. So approaching that a little bit differently is really, really smart. You know, and the other thing is, I look at it as I don't have competitors. And I don't say that out of arrogance, I just say that out of, I don't care. There's enough business for everybody. And in my personal network, I'm connected with tons of marketers. And I have several clients right now that were referred from marketers who would be considered my competitors, but they refer them. Mm -hmm. um, and and they, they refer them because we have a good relationship with the, uh, each other. And I help them. I have a, a Skype group that... I communicate with other marketers. There's 12 of us in there and I jump on calls with them all the time and do screen shares and go into their campaigns and help them out. And uh, in turn, I get referrals. I don't do it because I get referrals. I do it because I love marketing. It's an excuse to look at another campaign. <laughs> I like to help people. Um, and, and so that happens. So if your intentions are right, things work out in the end. I love that. That's something that I remember the first time I ever saw somebody in business do that. And I was probably about 20. I'd only been in business for, you know, uh, at that point, a few months. And I was working with someone who was a copywriter. And I remember because I was helping them handle their email. And they got this inquiry about a copywriting project. And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, so you've got a new client to work with. And they're like, no, no, I'm sending them to, you know, this, this other person. And I'm like, but they want to work with you. They want to send you money. And like my brain's going, I don't understand this, right? That's not what we're taught. And he explained to me that it, the person was a better fit to work with a different copywriter, tone-wise, style-wise, and really what their mission was. And I remember thinking, that's actually really smart because then you don't end up with clients that aren't a good fit for you because when you say you don't have any competition, if you're really showing up as yourself, you know, who you uniquely are, you don't actually have any competition because your approach, right. the type of clients you attract is going to be different from everybody else out there. So I love that, that you've got yeah. a group that's collaborating versus looking at it competitively of, you know, everything's limited and we have to fight for resources because 
it is true when you're focused on just delivering value, doing what you love, uh, which it's clear how passionate you are about marketing, the rest of it does fall into place for you. Which, yeah, and I, I wake up at 4 a.m. every day pumped to do what I do. Sometimes, <laughs> honestly, at 2 a.m. I, oh, wow. I woke up in the ones. <laughs> I woke up in the ones before just with a campaign idea and like, I'm going to launch this right now. Um, uh, it's when you do that, like, I don't care about anything else day a week. It's like, Oh, I don't work on Sundays. I work when I'm inspired, which happens to be a lot. So I put a lot of hours in, but I like what I do. So it's not, you know, I don't care. I don't watch the clock. I don't like do billable hours or any of that mm -hmm. stuff and charge a client. It's like, they're paying me to have fun. So I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I look at things a little differently than some. That's awesome. I, I can't say I wake up at 2 a.m. or 4 a.m. I do wake up excited just a little later in my day. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I think that's another thing that is a really important lesson for people is learning how to move from everything being billable hours into packages and ways that you have a little more freedom with how you put your time in and you can really deliver results uh, in a different yep. way. So that's uh, that's a very cool thing to think about, guys. If you're still doing billable hours, look at some different options for how to put those packages together. Sell um, results, not hours. Yes, absolutely. And it helps not just with uh, your freedom and time-wise and how much you end up making an hour, but also in your clients knowing what they're going to get from the package. So it's, uh, it's a great yeah. way for both sides to really understand uh, how to engage. So uh, one question that I ask everybody that I have on the podcast is, what part of your business are you the most excited about? Which part is the most fun for you? Um, I love the beginning phases of learning about somebody's business, mm -hmm. learning about the challenges that worry them, mm -hmm. and just knowing like, I got this. This is what I do every day. You know, like I eat your problems for breakfast. This is fun for me. So I, I love that part. And where they're, you know, they're like, I had one client where they said, we've been in business 10 years and nobody knows we exist. I'm going, oh, I got this. I, this was going to be fun. Oh, wow. We just launched a campaign. We just launched a campaign for them. Um, I think they spent under $25 and got like 300 something leads. I don't know nice. what the numbers are at right now, but we were, we were pacing at like three to four cents a lead. Uh -huh. Wow. That is really uh, good. That's like, that's crazy good. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it had like, I think like 35 shares and like tons of comments and like so much engagement and people tagging people and like that one went nuts. Um, and those are the people that they said, nobody knows we exist. And this was for another location where they said, um, things are super tight. We're like, we're in trouble. So this is after we'd launched the campaign and like the rest of the um, locations were doing really good, like really good. And that location wasn't. And I'm like, all right, you're going to get a little special love here. And so we launched <laughs> that. And now all the other locations want that except for, two of them can't handle that because the other campaigns were killing it. So we're, we're launching the same strategy. Um, I actually was working on that this morning at 4am <laughs> to roll out that same campaign at uh, all the other locations. 
except is, for two who can't handle the extra business. That is a, a different problem to run into of can't launch a new campaign because we are just booked solid. <laughs> yep. I can see why that part of the business would excite you. Seeing clients get those kind of results uh, has got to be, I, I guess I can see the waking up at 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And, and we had, we had one, um, one of the owners, one of the franchise owners was like, I'm not on board with any of this stuff. And when we, we took over from another company and he was like, not on board. And now he's like, can I have that too? I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, we can expand that over. And he was like, that's really cool. They didn't do any of that stuff. And I'm like, okay, you can have this. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, there is something that's, that's really validating when people can look at what we do and see the results and it changes their mind about different things. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm sure you were uh, definitely celebrating with that response. <laughs> Oh, I loved it. I worked all day on Sunday because um, of that. You know, I was just doing all kinds of stuff on Sunday, just <laughs> loving it. And uh, people go, how can you work on Sunday? I was like, I was having fun. Like, it, that's my in entertainment. I, that's, that's something that I tell clients all the time. They're like, but I need a strict schedule and, and I need to make sure I'm you know, not working certain days. I'm like, if that works for you, that's great. But yeah. it doesn't sound like it's working for you because I'll tell you, but I want to work. I'm like, then work. If, if what you're doing for work really is play, you're passionate about it, you're excited about it, then, you know, create the day that you want. Create the schedule you want. You don't have to play by the rules. You don't have to take Sunday off if you're excited about what you're doing and getting those kind of results for clients. I think that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, my, my schedule is... When I feel like working and I'm inspired to work, I work. And if I'm not, uh, I don't. And I don't care what day or time of day it is. It's irrelevant. <laughs> I guess that's one of the good things about uh, being an entrepreneur and working for yourself. You can set your own schedule and focus it on when you're inspired and when you're um, ready to jump in and, and get those kind of things done. And I think when we're really in that genius zone that we have and we're doing what we're here to do, that's something that we get amazing results from, right, for our clients when we can get ourselves in that space and really play at, no at what we're no. good at. That's, that's awesome. Well, I know we've gone a little bit over time here, so I appreciate you sticking around, but uh, I know it's going to be valuable for people listening in, both the practical tips of how they can start setting up some campaigns that will really work for them to to get known beyond just, you know, friends and family to get out there a little bit more. Guys, again, make sure you go to 123getfound.com forward slash RT and you can get that guide to help you get started with some of these campaigns. And this is stuff that is not, um, you can tell by listening to Jared, it's stuff that he's tested that he's using right now. This isn't somebody telling you, well, theoretically this could work. This is stuff you're gonna be able to actually apply and get some results. And if you'd like personal help with it, reach out to him on Facebook. Let him know a little bit about your business. We talked earlier about how to know when you're ready to have somebody come in and help you with that strategic piece. So if that's where you're at, let him help you take that off your plate, get some campaigns running. Um, thank you again so much for jumping on the show today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I, I appreciate it. This has been fun, and uh, I really love the approach that you're taking to business where it really is that a uh, win for everybody involved, uh, a win for your business, a win for your clients, and really domino effect, win for the world 
when you're able to help those clients get out there and reach the people they're here to help too. So thank you for what you do and the way you approach your business. I appreciate it. Thank you as well. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate all of you listening in. You can subscribe wherever you are listening or watching this and make sure you come back and join us for the next episode.